check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mike's On. It is episode 32. It took you 32 episodes, Coach Z. I can't believe I wasn't episode number one. <laughs> There's that, only 32 people point, above me. I had to point that out. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Coach Jesse Zygen, uh is in his second year here at Selvage. And really, the only reason he actually became a coach here and a teacher is because he was my daughter's coach at Geggy. <laughs> it's the only thing that got you in. I mean, I got lucky. Yeah. Now, Coach Z, um, I got nothing but praise for you in terms of the way you carry yourself and uh, the following that you had down there at the elementary definitely spoke volumes as to who you are and how you carry yourself with kids. And for those of you that don't know, I have a third grader, but man, she was in kindergarten actually when, when she knew you. When I taught her. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, she still talks about you. (laughs) She, uh, she was, she was a lot of fun. She was, she was a great kid. Elementary is so much different than, than middle school, but you found your way through both in a positive. So, you know, what, what do you miss about the elementary? Because I'm with you. I used to be elementary. Oh, tying shoes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wiping, wiping the boogers. Right. Uh, you know what? I miss the excitement. Every kid, when you open the doors to the gym, especially those kindergartners, first yeah. graders, Woo-hoo! second graders, it's like opening the floodgates. <laughs> they can't wait to get in there. And uh, that brings a lot of excitement to you because you see the excitement coming out of the kids. Yeah. And makes your job a little easier. It makes, yeah, it does. Uh, even though you try to tell them to do something a thousand times, it is like hurting cats. It, it is, um, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. But you had a great <clears throat> mentor down there. Oh, Pat Grimshaw. Yeah, yeah, not just Pat Grimshaw. Rachel Funky. She's yeah. she's like the she's the one behind the scenes that no one knows because everyone knows Pat Grimshaw. Right. But right. Yeah, Pat. They're amazing. Yeah. I just saw on Twitter the other day. Um, Dan Hannon, one of the assistant principals over there, put a video up of Pat Grimshaw dancing on film. Well, I've heard about it. I haven't seen it myself, but Aurora's been in class with Coach Grimshaw and... uh, and and he tells them get your space, you know. And and I mean they're they're going at it. But he, you know I've seen the same thing here too from you guys. You know, Coach Gardner is in the. I mean she's going after it. She's I good. Mean, she's real good. I yes. mean it's, it's fun to watch you guys trying to develop something in a virtual world. I'm getting much more exercised. Are you? <laughs> yeah. And I, I yeah I worked out three times yesterday. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting them through the workout, and so I'm doing it on film so right. they can see it. Right. Um. So is that a good or yeah. bad thing for you? Uh, either way is fine. I you, mean, well, because I mean, you're you're one who likes to model and show the kids what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be like, okay, here's the video I just did with our period one. You know, so you actually do it yourself. I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah, <laughs> I just redo it. <laughs> I guess I could have shown Should've the first. Should have probably not video. told you that. <laughs> 
Well, Zoom and uh, that's all new. You're to me. learning. Yeah, we're learning. <laughs> I don't think I want to learn that feature. Yeah, that well, might make me lazy. Well, well, that's what I'm, I'm asking you though, because you seem like somebody who, even though you have to do it three times, you'll do it three times because you want the kids to see it the right way. But you also benefit from it too, as yeah. an individual, obviously. Oh, absolutely, it's one of the reasons why I love PE. You know, physical fitness is a huge part of my life and health and. Yeah, being able to share that knowledge that I have and try to keep kids physically active and involved is, you know. Are you finding yourself more or less tired in, uh, in the days that that you've been in school so far? Oh, I'm exhausted. I'm, Are you? I'm, well, I mean, my my whole sleep pattern has changed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we just had a six month spring break. I, I know, right? So, I mean, I was this still week has up, been long, hasn't it? Yes, it has. <laughs> And I mean, I was still getting them early because I have young children, yeah, but yeah. they were sleeping until seven thirty, eight o'clock. Now I'm up at five forty-five, six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So it's different. You can see my kids are way different too. They're <laughs> exhausted by the time they, by the time it's bedtime, they're out. Yeah. Which? How old are your kids? Five and three. Yeah. Yeah. My son so started kindergarten. Kindergarten yeah. virtually. Yeah, it's not going well for him. Yeah. <laughs> he hung up on his. Zoom teacher. Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm done with this. So, and she, he's got Miss Seaton over at Green Pines. Yeah, who is yeah. we've heard nothing Go but amazing. Gators. Yeah, amazing things. <laughs> we've heard amazing things about her, and I just, I feel, you know, I feel bad for the teachers that have to do, you know. It's well, really especially be when, yeah, because, you know, and, and you're in a different place than I am really because, you know, having a third grader at the elementary during this is, um, has its own challenges. I'm lucky enough that my wife is able to work at home. I don't know if that's going on for you too, but, uh, or how you're working all that, but, but my wife has really had to learn how to be a teacher, you know, and, and sure. she's had to learn canvas. And I think one of the, the, the pitfalls that we're finding is the kids are having a tough time. Teachers at the elementary are having a tough time with those kiddos trying to navigate them through canvas when really it just, Turn that camera on and like I see you guys do with PE and just kind of walk them through what you need them to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be these modules that you're clicking on in order to do these things. It's just really having that interaction with the, with the screen. And they need it. I know. But, uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, so uh, he, he's one four days into his uh, kindergarten experience and already hanging up on the <laughs> teacher. Yeah, we had a long talk last night. <laughs> about uh, what we can and can't do. Yeah. And the problem is, is he's sitting still too long. Yeah, you well, know? that's how Aurora and is. So he's still at his daycare. He's an elegant child. Okay. And uh, so we thought we were getting a huge raise because he was about to go to kindergarten, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Right. COVID said, nope. Right. Right. Yeah. right. But we're actually really fortunate because he's in a classroom with some other kindergartners. Right. Um, but they, I don't think he's in class... It's not an actual kindergarten mm-hmm. teacher. Right, right. We all know kindergarten teachers have superpowers. Yeah, they do. You know? Yeah, so he's not getting that superpower yep. from from a teacher yet. And they're doing their best. You know, yep. They're doing a good job. But uh, So on Fridays, he's actually going to be at home, and my wife is going to be doing it. And she is terrified. <laughs> so she's. <laughs> we've been at home. So when I leave here, I go home, and we try to learn Canvas yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, I'd show her everything I know, and yeah. she's confused so <laughs> well we'll see well because look who's trying to teach her. that's exactly right that's exactly right i didn't even know i could show a zoom video that i've yeah. already done <laughs> yeah you know you could actually do your workout 
and and say, okay, we're going to watch what we're gonna, we need to do here. Pause it in between. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might be something you think about. Yeah. I don't know. But, well, you know, I can remember last year when we were live and in person and uh, you got to meet Dominic, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you didn't have him. But I can remember one day you're like, man, I got a workout today because Dominic was like uh, in class or something. I don't know what you guys were doing. but He was but, in Miss Taggart's class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you were like... I don't know, doing something all day long, and he happened the, to be one of the... The pacer. Was it the pacer? I pa- bet it yeah. was the pacer. <laughs> yeah. I ran the pacer with all of my classes, and he happened to be in one. Yeah. And he's a stud. Well, so, did he did he work you? Yeah. I mean, when whenever I would... So I'd run it with the girls. Yeah. Then I'd run it with the boys. Yeah. But when I'd run it with the girls, I'd try to find someone that I could push to get a decent number. Yeah. And that was kind of... I'd try to use that as my warm-up. Right. And then when I would go with the guys, I'd actually try to win. Yeah. So, <laughs> I couldn't do that because some of these eighth graders, like Dominic, they're up there in the 110, 115, 120, yeah. and I just ran 80. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, they would push me to my limits. Well, if he had to run 80 prior to, he probably, you could have beat him. I don't know. You know? Eighth, eighth grade, they, they recovered. Like, it is crazy to see how big these kids get in eighth grade. When we see them come in as sixth graders, and you might have one, two, maybe three kiddos that are... are really outsize the other sixth graders. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're at a certain developmental stage, right? And then somewhere between seventh and eighth grade, these kids just get big. Yeah, I'm waiting <laughs> for that in my mid-30s. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck. Yeah. Right? Right? But yeah. but uh, talk a little bit about your own uh, physical journey in terms of, you know, you've you've had kind of a unique experience. I don't know that we talked about it in your interview, but shortly after we found out that that you had actually done some MMA. Mm-hmm. So, how did you determine that that's something you wanted to do? Uh, it really boiled down to still wanting to be an athlete. Yeah, you know, I was an athlete my whole life. Um, in high school, I played football, wrestling, and baseball. Um, went to college to wrestle. Um, when you train for a sport like wrestling for so long and you train so hard and it's uh you know it's it's a team sport but it's mainly one-on-one and when you do that kind of one-on-one combat your whole life afterwards it's really hard to try to find something to fill that void and uh so that's when mixed martial arts or you know like the ufc and all Mm -hmm. that was starting to get really really big Mm -hmm. and so after i graduated college in 2005 I stayed on and coached college wrestling at Central Missouri State Mm -hmm. or now University of Central Missouri for three years and one of my buddies that I wrestled with he started doing some amateur MMA fights and he was doing really well and at that time people that were just wrestlers or high level wrestlers they they did well and uh he talked me into it one summer and I uh I fell in love with it. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, wrestling is a martial art, um, but then I got to learn all kinds of other martial mm-hmm. arts, you know, uh, kickboxing, boxing, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Um, so, and it never was about hurting someone. It right. was all, it was one-on-one combat. Right. And I looked at it as just like wrestling. And, um, yeah. So. Although from the casual observer, mm-hmm. it seems a bit more violent. It seems than- brutal. Right. Yeah, and it some individuals, you know, it it's really not like yeah. in my experience, and I did it for nine years. Um, I tried really hard. It's a long not, time. Yeah, I tried really hard not to get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 
for an individual that's, <laughs> that's like, yeah, I'm a fighter and I like to get punched, I call them a liar. <laughs> no one likes that. Right, right. So um, it was a way for me to s- stay an athlete. Yeah, so different mindset from from wrestling or, or very, very much the same, just a different level or... It was very, very similar yeah. to a mindset of wrestling. Wrestling, I mean, you got to have tunnel vision. Hand to hand, so it's... Yeah, you got to be focused. I mean, your diet, your nutrition, your training, everything has to be on point because it's actually a little bit tougher in the fact of when you go into a wrestling match i think i still think wrestling is more difficult Mm -hmm. but it's not as dangerous right because no one can punch you in wrestling they don't choke you right they can't elbow you they can't kick you so you have to be cautious so i never once stepped into a fight without being prepared so my training and my preparation was always i try i took it very seriously let me ask you this. Did your wife know you when you were doing MMA? So we started dating right as I started. Really? So, so I, she I, had to put up with you going through The that. whole time. I never once had a fight or anything <laughs> without being with my wife. Mm. Yeah. So she was happy when it was done. Adrian. <laughs> yeah. She was happy when it was done for sure. Uh, we made a deal that, because um, obviously everyone's goal is to make it to the big show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you get paid the most money. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, we made a deal that if I had, if I didn't make it to there by the time we wanted to have kids, then I would stop. Yeah. And and you guys had a, a time frame on that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And obviously, you know, your bo- the body starts getting older. Yep. You don't put it through that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to still do everything with my yep. kids. So. Yeah. We made it. We made a deal, and that happened. So, I, I stopped. There we are. I retired. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, wh- how do you keep yourself? Because I know you like to golf, mm-hmm. but golf is nowhere near the same kind of no, sport as the no. two you just described. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I. Hey, I got to ask you though. You had a match not too long ago against somebody. I right? did. I did. And, and, uh, Mr. Brazillo. Yeah. How'd that go? You know what? He started out really <laughs> hot on the front nine. He was actually one over on the front nine, uh, and I was four. Uh, we both shot well, um, and his driver started getting shaky on the back nine, and he ended up, uh, I ended up beating him. I shot a 79, he shot an 80. So uh, he, he doesn't want us to say that at all, but <laughs> that's why we bring it up. So what's it like? What's the um, relationship like when you guys are on the links together? Cutting up the whole time, having fun. Yeah, it's all fun. We but then to, you get competitive. I really think it came down to the mental mental toughness <laughs> on the back. Somebody's a little soft, nine. huh? <laughs> no, I would never say that. He, uh, he actually he actually surprised me. Yeah, because a lot of people say that they're decent at golf and uh, they like to golf, and it's it's difficult. That's a difficult it's game. Not easy. It is. Um, and so when he. He almost drove the green on the first tee box, and I was like, "Oh, you, Uh-oh. you are pretty good at yeah. golf." <laughs> now he did part of that hole, and I did birdie. But <laughs> so you just set the stage, uh, I, I foreshadowing did. how it was going to end. I did. We we both had good tee shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But how yeah. long have you been golfing? Um, probably about eight or nine years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Um, nerves don't get to you in the tee box. You just swing away. Not so much. Yeah. Uh, even if there's a crowd, well, I've never, I've never played with a big crowd. I mean, but, I four mean, or even, five. yeah, I mean, even even another pair of eyes, 
makes no. it makes it yeah something I mean, different. It's right. not you within yourself. You're you're playing with someone observing what you're doing. That doesn't so much, but like if it was like a PGA tour and there's hundreds. <laughs> There's no way. Be a different way. story. Yes, I don't know how those guys do it. Well, well, I do. They're the best in the world. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've got the mindset. Yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. So, um, what made you take it? What made you take up golfing? Um, so my wife, she's a hot yoga teacher. She owns yeah. a hot yoga studio. Uh-huh. We became good friends. What does it mean, hot yoga? First of all, it's yoga and because <laughs> right away we think hot for teacher or something <laughs> like that, but hot yoga is a specific. Yeah, it's a specific type of okay. yoga. Um, she owns a studio down in Chesterfield called yeah. Sumit's Hot Yoga. Okay. Um, it's about 100 degrees in the room, but then it's about 60% humidity. Okay. So it's, it's warm, but it, allows, it really allows your muscles to be warm, and you can go deeper into poses okay. and stuff like that. So she's been doing that a long time. And uh, when we lived down in southwest Missouri, we had uh, another couple. They were, they were a little bit older than us, but this was before my wife owned a studio, and we were... We were just going, mm-hmm. and uh, her talking me into yoga is another uh, interesting story. Um, but we met this couple, and they invited us to go play golf at Twin Oaks Country Club. And at that time, I had probably golfed five times in my life, mm-hmm. and literally, I don't remember those. I just remember swinging a club as hard as I can at a ball, and as the farther it went, the better I thought I was doing. Didn't even matter if it was right or left or straight. And uh, I was bad. I was real bad. But I kind of fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. And it was something I could do while training that didn't, you know. Cause you to, yeah. Didn't affect me. Right. Um, so we actually became members of that country club. Mm. And I started playing. In the summers, I would play. All the time. Three or four days a week. <laughs> yeah. And my wife would go to the pool. Matt had a, a summer <clears throat> like that this time around. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's why he was that's playing why so was well against yeah. you. So um, we started, and this guy, his name's Randy, he would take me to the driving range, and he was like a three handicap, so he's a good yeah, golfer. Right. He would literally take me to the driving range, hour, two hours, and he'd just sit in a chair and watch me swing and tell me what I needed to fix and what, what he thought would make me do better. Right. And I mean, I learned so much, and, and it was free. That's it's, awesome. It was like free golf lessons. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Well, uh so now, how how often are you trying to get out? Like this summer, how did you do? Uh, oh, man, I would say I've played 20 rounds this summer, That's which cool. isn't bad. Do you have a favorite place to play? Around here? Yeah. I like the Legends. Really? My sister lives in the Legends, yeah. so I played with her every Wednesday for, I think, five or six weeks in a row. Um, now, so there's uh, 27 holes there, right? Yeah, so... Is there uh, is there a, a a particular nine you really like? I like the original eighteen. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, the other the other nine, I can't remember what they call it, but uh, but that's more in the front of the subdivision. Yeah, basically. yeah. And the and the yeah. the ninth hole, they're doing construction on. Yep, yeah. So like the that's the, short. The and, hole is yeah, in, yeah. in the fairway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I like to when I play golf, I like to play like. PGA rules. Yeah. Like I play the ball down. I don't touch it. Yep. Um, so, yeah. You're pretty serious when you... Yeah. Yeah. Because, well... <laughs> What's I, the point in playing if you... Well, and... I'm I, just going to kick this over. Right. Here, and <laughs> and I like to think of myself as a decent golfer. Yeah. But I can't count my score if I fluff the ball and I set yeah. it up nice and neat. Because yeah. everyone can hit the ball decent then. Yeah. Um, so, like, I have a big 
ongoing challenge with one of my buddies in Kansas City that we meet up. We've played 10 rounds this summer to, against each other. Mm-hmm. So uh, Who's up? Uh, you know what's crazy is we're tied 5-5. Five to five. Oh, jeez. So, so we, next match is... <laughs> we just played right before school started. Yeah. And uh, we, we got to see each other for three days, and we tied up. We shot we both shot 82s oh, geez. Um, out at the Bluffs. I don't know if you ever played the Bluffs. No. Beautiful course. Mm. And so that means the next game is worth two. And I was up 5-3. And he beat I had a terrible front mm. nine. And really, he beat me. And so we tied it up 5-5. Five, five. But when we go years, so we go for a year. <laughs> so at the end of the year, I'm up 5-1 in oh, years. Always, always looking for that. <laughs> Edge, huh? <laughs> I'm up five to one in years, but we have a traveling trophy cool. and everything. That's cool. Yeah. So do you, when are you guys playing next, you know? I don't. Because that's, that's kind of the tiebreaker, isn't it? Right. <clears throat> so we, Not for the season, though. That won't, that won't be the only – you'll probably play more than we'll one We'll play more time. until about November. Yeah. We play as long as we can, but sometimes we'll meet in Columbia because he lives in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. We'll meet in Columbia yeah. and play, uh, play 36, yeah. like on a Saturday or something. Do you have a favorite course that uh, that you've played on? I mean, like a a top tier kind of place. Uh, I got to play on some courses in Atlanta that I really liked. Yeah, but they were so tough. It was like it just made me feel awful. Yeah. Uh, my brother in law got to play Pebble Beach, and uh, that's just way too expensive for me. Yeah. Yeah. And What's a round cost? A, there? He's a much better golfer. Any idea what a round cost there? It's. Man, well, you know they give you a, they give you your own caddy. Oh, um, yeah, like that helps you like read the greens, tells you what yeah, yeah. clubs, stuff like that. But it was it's a pretty penny. It was a pretty penny, All and right. he's a much better golfer. So when you started getting into golf, how did you find the the proper sticks, the 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 ones that you did you just buy a set and and or did you get them from somebody? So I got them from somebody. Yeah, so yeah. my first set I bought. Yeah, it was like a. $200 set that were just bad clubs. Yep. You know, that's when I first started. But those clubs, like the guy, that Randy, who taught me a bunch, he was like, you need new clubs. Yeah, th- this, is, this is your problem right <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> he goes, well, I bought them when I was with him, and he goes, this will work for this year, but you got to okay. get new clubs. And uh, I actually bought them off of a guy, and uh, I still use them to this day. I have a different driver, but I still use the same irons. They're Callaway, yeah. TIZs, and yep. uh Yeah. So. so what else do you do uh, with your free time? A lot of exercise. Yeah? Yeah, and spend time with my kids, yeah. uh, my wife and kids. They my keep you running. I, I got to talk to you a little bit over the summer. It seemed like you were ready for school to start. Oh, <laughs> those first three months of quarantine, I think I did. With a five and a three-year-old? I think I did everything you can imagine to try to keep them busy. Yeah. We, we had a tent set up in our basement. Yeah. We yeah. had obstacle courses. Yeah. Um, my son decided he wanted to play video games, so the only yeah, time he yeah. could play a video game is if he ran five stairs nice. all the way up to the top floor and all the way down. Good. Um, Smart man. Make yeah. him work for it. We <laughs> built fire pits in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of home projects done, though. Uh, yeah. Painting. We got a new deck. Yeah. So. Well, um, I know for us, having high schoolers and a elementary, um, yeah, it's been different this, this whole summer, but uh, it's been one of those that... I don't think I would change it, to be honest with you. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we were given a moment with our families in a way that maybe we never could possibly have. We you know? never we never got that much family time. No. You know, with my wife, she works a lot. Yeah. You know, owning a business. And yeah. She teaches a lot. And yeah. then uh, me coaching wrestling during wrestling season, I'm never home. Um, so this, 
we spent a lot of family time, sometimes too much. Right. Right. Well, I, well, I get it. You spend too much time with anyone, you're going to find something right. you don't like about them. <laughs> Even that three-year-old. Huh? Right. Yeah. So we, we went on a lot of family hikes. Yeah. We did a lot of hiking. So. Do you do anything unique that you hadn't done before um, this summer with the family? Um, well, we went I saw on a, a lot of people over at the Sunflowers over there in Missouri Bottom or whatever. Sure. But. We went on a family vacation. Uh, we were supposed to go to Florida, uh, and this would be the first time my kids got to see the ocean and stuff. You're right. Um, but that was like a COVID hotspot. So yep. um, my wife, she's real adamant about staying safe, safe sure. because she doesn't want her business to shut down. Nope. And uh, so we ended up renting an Airbnb with my in-laws mm-hmm. um, in northern Indiana at Lake Michigan. And uh, it was awesome. And I had never been to Lake Michigan. I knew it was big, but I didn't it's know beautiful. it was this big. It's beautiful. And it was a beach. And <clears throat> I mean, it looks like an ocean. It does. It just doesn't have the waves. Like They had some waves, but, but right. not ocean waves. Yeah. Right. But my son loved it. Yeah. I mean, he was a maniac. We put a puddle jumper on him, and he was like not scared of anything. So we had a ton. We went to the beach every single day, stayed away from everyone. So it was cool. Is there a uh, sport or activity out there that, that you still want to try to do that you haven't been able to do? Like you ever rock climb or have you ever uh, like that kind of stuff? Bungee I'm, jump? So <laughs> what's crazy is people think it's crazy that I'll get in a cage yeah. and fight another human right. being. <laughs> And I think it's crazy that people will jump out of an airplane. Right, a perfectly good airplane to do a parachuting. <laughs> and, and, and rely on a piece of nylon to save them. Yeah. That's wadded up in a backpack. Yeah, so you wouldn't do that? No. Nothing will get me to sky. <laughs> what about a hot air balloon? You know, that, that seems kind of same, too. Kind of the same thing, yeah. you know? I mean, I just don't. My, my parents did a, a hot air balloon, but I don't think I could get my wife on one. I'd probably do it, but... Yeah, before yeah. my dad passed, my, my mom and dad did do a hot air balloon. My my wife's like, I'm never doing that. What yeah. about a cruise? Would you ever go on a cruise? I've been on a cruise. I yeah. love cruises. Yeah. Because yeah. um, that's another thing my wife doesn't want to do. My wife won't do it because she gets seasick. seasick. Yeah, yeah. And she gets seasick bad, and which which is crazy because she grew up at the lake. And she worked on boat docks as a dock girl yeah. all her whole life. Yeah, so but used to that. For some now. reason, after children... Yep. She gets car sick. She gets motion sickness. She can't be on a boat very long at all. You know, my wife doesn't, you know, you ever been to Disney World? Haven't been to Disney World with I, the kids? No, but okay. I've been there for wrestling, so, but not so actually So when our kids park. were about your kid's age, we we did do uh, Disney and the teacups, the spinning teacups. Yeah. My wife can't do that at all. Like anything that has any, so she's kind of the same way. I don't know if it, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like she was always like that. Yeah. I feel like as she's. Gone through motherhood. I mean, three yeah. kids, you know, now now she's like, uh-uh. Anything that's spinning, forget it. Yeah. Not doing it. But is there any other kind of sport or activity that you would like to do that you haven't been able to do yet in your life? Oh, I've, I've done a, basically yeah. everything. Uh, I've never, well, this is kind of crazy, is I've never been snow skiing or okay. snowboarding. I was going to uh, ask. So you... You've never been. No, and you got to do it. I I know before and, you get too old, right? And what scares me now is like <clears throat> I still feel twenty two, even though I know you're, I'm not. You're not right, <laughs> and I'm worried that like I would blow a knee out or something. Well, I've been so lucky in my life to the sports I've done. I've never torn an ACL yeah. or an MCL or anything. I sprained my uh, I, I sprained my MCL once, but 
I just had to have my leg taped for yeah. two weeks. and So never had anything. Bit, like, that scares you, doesn't it? Yeah, you don't like, wanna, it's coming. You don't want to get hurt. To, right? I mean, if I keep doing the stuff I do with my body, it's, it's bound to happen. Well, so I'm sitting um, here trying to stand on plantar fasciitis. I was telling you that the other day. Yeah. Being 50 is no fun. Sure. If something happens. All of a sudden, especially like I'm not active like you're active, mm-hmm. but my wife and I, we like to get out and walk and, and that's a big thing for us. Um, but, you know, if you're not taking care of your body and, 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 and I think it's a lot to do too, because your diet is much different than my diet. I can guarantee that because you've always been that way. You've right. always taken care of yourself. Yeah. On, you know, I see what Matt's done. Matt, 30 pounds. That's good. Yeah. And I'm like, what'd you do different? Well, it's just what I ate, no box stuff, this kind of thing. Yeah. Feels like it's it's such an expensive way to go though, too, because food to eat healthy. It's ridiculous. It's so much more expensive than to eat terrible. Right? Yeah. I mean, you look around and everything is so easily and readily available, and it's pretty not it costs pretty cheap. Right. But if you want to eat well, healthy. And it takes time. Right. To prepare. Yeah. Well, what do you guys do in terms of the kids? So, I, I mean, do you guys you guys pretty good about what you're feeding them? My wife is fanatical. She, she's crazy. That's good. She is crazy. Like, I try to reward my kids sometimes with like M and M's and stuff. And she's like, because <laughs> nope. you're the you're you're the devil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, they're kids. They still need some sugar. <laughs> they burn it up so fast. But no, my wife, she's good. <laughs> she she makes some smoothies. I mean, she makes. Yeah. So they're kind of treats. She makes these protein balls yeah. with, you know, oats, and she'll put honey in them, but she'll mash up some M&Ms and put them in there, but with protein powder and all kinds of yeah. healthy stuff. So she does, she makes some healthy snacks. So you guys are both pretty well versed in I think what you need to be doing to stay healthy. Oh, yeah, we know. My wife just executes it better. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I exercise really hard to... Stay physically fit. So that you um, can have your M&M's. So that I can have my M&M's. <laughs> I, I, I that is your weakest. That's I, your candy. I remember M&M's you told is. me that. Yeah. I have my wife buy me Sam's Club, big boxes of peanut and yeah. regular. Oh, geez. And like if we sit down to watch a movie or something, I have these... We have these cups in our cupboard, yeah, yeah. and I'll fill up a little cup, and I'll just drink yeah. M&M's. <laughs> but that, yeah, that's my, that's my kryptonite right, right now. Right, right. now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you do a you, you do quite a bit of working out though. Oh. What's a typical day look for you now? Now that you're back in school, are your weekends when you're doing a lot of the working out? Is it is it after school, before school? What? So so right now, um, I usually typically like to do my workout after school. Like I know Borzilla does his workout before school. Yeah, that's early. Yeah, and that's that's difficult for me with my kids because right now my daughter still wakes up in the middle of the night every night mm. and I end up being yep. the one that gets her back to sleep gets her and, back to sleep yep, so yep, I'm getting yep. interrupted sleep but now it's um you know we're done two thirty, three o'clock and I can head home and I've got a whole gym in my garage mm-hmm. uh that I get my workout in I really like working out in the heat yeah so like I pull stuff out of my garage into my driveway and then I leave my garage door open and we've got mirrors in my garage. Um, I've got a heavy bag. I've got a bench, a squat Mm -hmm. rack. I mean, I've got literally two two racks of dumbbells. I've got stuff to do power cleans and deadlifts. And so I've got everything. So that's where I like to do my workout. And then after I'm done working out, 
I'll shower and go get my kids. Yeah. So. Um, it's hard to do it with them around. It is. We found a way, though. Yeah. I mean, me and my wife, yeah, because she's really big into fitness. So we'd have them playing in our driveway. We live in a cul-de-sac. So right, right. Very safe. Yep. We love our We love our neighborhood. So she would leave our driveway, go for a run. I'd lift in our in our garage where our kids are right there. I'm watching kids while lifting. Yep. She'd get back. I'd leave. Yeah. So that's we, good. We found a way. Yeah. That's and good. it gives us a little sanity getting well, away from everybody. Yeah. Right. You need that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, as the PE teachers have come, uh, back online, uh, literally, mm-hmm. you know, what kind of, what kind of worries do you guys kind of go through or what kind of thoughts are there in terms of trying to teach kids online PE? You and I talked about how uh, we could just wad up some socks and that, that can can be your ball, right? Because right. we worry about the equipment and we worry about <clears throat> equity with with what kids have at home. So I think the biggest challenge we're going to run into and we all, we will run into is uh, creativity, coming up with something new. You know, keep keeping their interest because when you look at these kids on Zoom and stuff. They're, a lot of them are in their bedroom mm-hmm. or they're in their living room. There's mm-hmm. not a ton of, ton of space, Yeah, you know? Um, and then if we do anything, if we're like, if we're going to end up doing something where we ask kids to go outside and go for a run, are they allowed to? Right. Do their parents, is that okay? Right. Can they go outside and run around their house? And then it's just going to come down to an accountability. Mm-hmm. Can we count on those kids doing what right. they're being asked to do? And th- you can tell the kids don't want to do this they want to be in school right you know right well it's it's a lot more difficult doing it in front of, of camera where others can see you as sure. well um and you can be maybe uh, pinpointed or spotlighted all that kind of stuff um some of us don't like that at all right you know yeah. I, I would rather you not see me doing my workout sure yeah <laughs> but um but you know like you said accountability you know you I, I'm sure you guys can say, hey, you can turn your, your video off. I'm going to trust that you're going to do it. But mm-hmm. if a kid's not motivated to do it, you'll never know right. if they actually did it or not. So um, it's certainly not the way we would like to be doing PE, right? No. Um, so, again, I want to go back to um, elementary for a second. How many years, because you were at Geggy and you were at Werther, is that right? Yeah, I traveled from Werther to Geggy yeah. every day for three years. Yeah. So how did you get into how did you get into uh, teaching? So um, that was my you know my degree. Oh no, I'm good. Thank you. My college <laughs> degree uh, was in physical education and health. Um, and I so when I stopped coaching college wrestling, my wife now she was my fiance. She talked me into moving to Southwest Missouri. Uh, where she was finishing up her degree at Drury University. Okay. And uh, I couldn't get a teaching job. I tried. You know, they're just hard to find, especially in PE. Right. Uh, is that what your um, certification yeah. is? PE? PE and health. K through 12? Yeah, K through 12. Okay. Yeah. And so finding, I mean, a lot of people, they love their job when they teach PE. Right. So openings don't come open a ton until mm-hmm. people retire. Mm-hmm. I always say people get a job at PE and then they die. Mm-hmm. You know, they stay there. They till, stay there. Yeah. Um, so I started out as a car, a used car salesman when I first moved down there. Uh, I ended up. How'd getting, that go? That's a rough job. <laughs> that's rough. Their shifts you, are. You 12. have a little bit of a personality where you could probably pull it off, though. But, it, but it's tough because the shifts are 
where I was was six days a week, 12-hour shifts, yeah. 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. That's <laughs> tough to do. I mean, we had no kids, so I could do yeah, it. Yeah. And the people that were teaching me is, you know, always be closing. Yeah. And if they're here, they want to buy a car today. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when someone's like, yeah, I got to go home and talk to my wife about it. My boss was like, no, he doesn't. He needs to buy today. I'm like, I couldn't go to a car lot and buy a car without talking to my wife about it. Right. So it, it was just difficult. I ended up, I think, selling one car, and that was to a buddy from my gym. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that was happening to him and his and, wife. And how long of a time were you doing Three it? months. Three months, Three one months. car. Three months, one car. Not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just, a, it was difficult. Um, yeah. Well, you have to have that mindset as a salesman. You do. You, you know, it, yeah. it's just a different attack mode, and um, I think you have too much of a heart. That's the problem. I, <laughs> I couldn't pressure people to buy something. That was tough for me. You know? Yeah. But then I got my first job, um, or my first kind of teaching job. Yeah. I was a, um, a youth care specialist for the boys and girls town of Missouri. All right. And uh, that, was, um, that was eye-opening. Man, that was eye-opening. Uh, How old were the kids you were working with? So I was actually in an all-girls cottage. Okay. And I would work seven days on, seven days off. Okay. And I would work, during the school year, I'd work 6 to 8 a.m. Then they would ha- I would leave until 3 o'clock in that afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come back and go 3 to 10. Okay. Then they'd have an overnight shift. But from 8 to 3, they were in school mm-hmm. right there in their own cottage. Right. Um, and I did that for a year, and I, I had to get out. I mean, it was rough. Uh, but it taught me a ton. Some kids really going through a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, you see it, I mean, all over the spectrum right. of stuff that they're going through. So after you leave there? I got my first teaching job. Which was? was? at Logan Rogersville High School. Okay. Um, and it was actually at their alternative school. Uh, and that, what got me that job was they needed a head wrestling coach. I mean... And when I say wrestling's gotten me almost everything in life, it has. It's yeah. gotten me a ton in life. Yeah. Because there's tons of great physical educators out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it boils down to it, a lot of times it's what can you coach? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so wrestling's gotten me a ton in life. But that was my first head coaching job and teaching job. And I loved it. I fell in love with the community. It's a smaller school. Yeah. And I fell in love with the kids. And I was actually there for two years, and at the end of my second year, I'll never forget getting a phone call from Ozark High School. Yeah. And it was their athletic director, and he was offering me the job at Ozark. And I was like, I'm good. Mm. I'm good. He called me three times. Mm. I turned him down twice. Mm. And my wife goes, <laughs> my wife, she's the uh, realistic person in our <laughs> reasonable. family. No, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, reasonable. And she says to me, I know how much you love your kids. And love your job, but we need to look at yeah. the different pay <laughs> from this small school to this class four. They're a little bit different. It it was huge. Yeah. It was a huge pay difference, and she's so like, you're pretty loyal. Well, yeah, it's hard. I That's mean, that... I tell I tell my wife I just don't like leaving. Yeah, places. Yeah, and when I so I left because um, the pay was just yeah it was too important for my right. family. Right, and I was at Ozark for three years, yeah. and then my wife came up with this dream to open her own hot yoga studio and uh that was tough that was that was a really hard move for me because ozark actually ended up being an amazing community Mm -hmm. i had my own building Mm -hmm. for wrestling i i had 
what I thought at that time was a dream job. Yeah. I taught weight training. I taught freshman PE. I taught health. And I was a head wrestling coach. I thought, this were I'll retire. Well, the number one thing in the world to me is my family. Yeah, absolutely. And my wife had a dream, and so I swallowed, right. swallowed my pride, and I we, said, let's do this. We were having a kid, and yep. I wasn't going to live away from my kid. Yeah. But I actually did because I had to finish out my yeah. contract. So I drove from Ozark, Missouri, right by Springfield, every Friday because she started to open up the um, studio in St. Louis in December. Our son was born January 30th. Mm-hmm. And after he, he was born in Springfield, so she came back to give birth. Six weeks he stayed here, then she moved up with him. So, and then you were back in March first till the end of May. Mm. I drove every Friday night. I drove to St. Louis, stayed Stay with the her, weekend. got up Monday morning at four a.m., drove back to Springfield. Ooh. So I'd stay in our house in Ozark, yeah, Monday through Friday, and then I would drive, and that was. And awful. so once you finished out there, did you sell the house and, and come so, up this way? Sold the house quick. We yeah. got lucky. That was our first house yeah. ever. Yeah. We loved that house. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sold it pretty quick. We were very fortunate. Um, then we moved up here and we stayed in a condo that her, mm-hmm. like it was like a, um, like a two story, kind of like a duplex. Yeah. Um, in Fenton, stayed there for almost four years. So you got up here, but you didn't have a job. Right when you got didn't here, didn't have a job. No. So I got into the Rockwood School District subbing, um, and I subbed basically every single day. Where was the first place you uh, subbed in Rockwood? Do you remember? The first place I subbed. Oh, yeah, I do. It was a kindergarten job. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it might have been Eureka Elementary. And I subbed my first. And it was kindergarten. kindergarten. <laughs> Holy smokes. That's when I realized. And, you know, and my other jobs were all high school. Yeah. And yeah. so my first time being in elementary, and it was kindergarten. And I used, I think, four words all day. Guys, 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 <laughs> sit down, sit down, stop. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all I used all day long. And it was the most exhausted I've ever been. Yeah. That's when I really realized kindergarten teachers are superheroes. They're real life superheroes. Yep. yep. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the this, stuff and they this can is do. difficult this time for them. So, as you um, kind of did some subbing, mm-hmm. then, then kind of what, how's the journey go? So I was a uh, volunteer assistant coach or for wrestling my first year Where? for Eureka High School. Okay. Um, and so you volunteered. Yeah. And that's how you got your foot in the door. Got my foot in the door. Yeah. And like, then I ended up. I'm going to do this, guys, whether you want me to or not. <laughs> right. I'm volunteering. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, then there was a point seven, so not a full yeah. coaching yeah. or teaching uh, position at, at Geggy Elementary okay. in Eureka. And so you started part time, basically. I got, I got that job. So I was going to start part time, yeah. but over the summer, point two opened up at Werther, and so I got still that. not a full. But it, 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 they counted as a full because okay. they count point one as driving as the driving. So, so that it, worked out. So it worked out, and that was huge for insurance. Yes, for my family. Yeah, and because yeah, I mean, because like, once you're a full time, then you can put my family on the insurance, family. and yep. it was like six hundred dollars a month for my wife and son to be on their own insurance. Yeah, so it was. I mean, it was. So was that tough. was two years doing that. One year, just one. One year, I subbed. Okay. Yeah. No, one year subbing, but then when you started doing the oh traveling, yeah, I did that for three three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and now we're here. Full time job opened up at Selvage. So here we are. Yeah. You were quite a fun interview. Well, I appreciate that. 
I, uh, I mean, the one thing that I can say about you is um, you, you, you really don't smile enough, Jesse. <laughs> That's what the secretary said. <laughs> they, and I think that actually, I mean, everybody that knows you knows that that's not true. You you smile all the time. You're always positive. I don't know that I've ever really seen you get too down about anything. Yeah. Where we're talking about family and what's going on with, you know, our relatives, that kind of stuff. You never let yourself get too far down. And that carries you well because you can see how the kids react to to who you are. And I know while I didn't get to see it firsthand, I got to live vicariously through my daughter and how she would talk about you. And you'd walk through the cafeteria and they... I was banned. <laughs> I was banned from Geggy Cafeteria because the kindergarten and first graders. And what's crazy is... You everyone, can't walk through here anymore. Every, yeah. Literally the lunch ladies and our principal was like, Mr. Z, you got to go. Because they would just get them quiet, and I'd have to go somewhere, and I'd have to pass the cafeteria. <laughs> and everyone thinks I made these kids start this chant, and I didn't. And I, I can't even tell you when it actually started. But they just started, Mr. Z, Mr. Z. And they would scream it at the top of their lungs. And so I'd walk through the cafeteria. And they usually did it in the gym. Well, we found out quickly that transferred over to the cafeteria when they're all in the cafeteria yep. and they just started chanting it. And I would always play it off. And they, the lunch ladies and the people working the room and uh, our principal, they would laugh. And I would always wave my hands and tell the kids, quiet, quiet, quiet. But then I'd say, yeah, bring yeah. it on, bring it on, <laughs> louder. So. so then that's what got you in trouble. Yeah. And yeah. I say I was banned. I wasn't yeah. we yeah. learned tell me. It'd probably be better together. if you went around the building <laughs> right. instead of through the cafeteria. Right. So. Well, and so then you come here, and um, what do you think of middle school? I mean, what, what do you think about the hour, the, the, the setup of the day? What do you think about uh, the kids at this developmental stage? That kind of stuff. I love the setup of the day. Mm -hmm. It's awesome, and I think it works Great. The biggest trouble we find is the mornings are tough yeah. just because getting our kids ready and because it's a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, I love the setup. You know, by the end of the day, it's still light out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I have time to get to practice. Yeah. Um, well, and you didn't talk about that much, though, because you volunteer. Mm -hmm. And then how does that progress coaching over there at Eureka? So, yeah, I volunteered. Um, and then I ended up. Uh, getting the assistant, like an assistant coaching job. Mm -hmm. And then two years, so I was there three years, and then I got offered the head coaching job. Um, our head coach that was there, Mark Gentry, he uh, wanted to step down so that um, he could spend more time with his family and right. do do some other roles. Yep. Um, so then I, they offered it so to what me. So what, what do you like about coaching wrestling? I'm a firm believer in that sport, yeah. uh, what it does for young men and now young women, mm -hmm. you know, now that there's female wrestling. Yeah, because you've been there for that transition from yeah. not being there to now having it. Right. Um, I'm a firm believer it's just huge for the growth in an uh, individual's life um, with confidence. And I've got, I've got kids right now that they just graduated one of my guys just called me the other day just to tell me thank you about pushing him past his limits. He's in Ohio selling bugs, so selling bug spray. Mm -hmm. So, like, he's on one of these um, segues mm -hmm. going around door to door, even with COVID, which I found alarming, mm -hmm. uh, selling bug sprays, which is, you know, something you need. 
He says, I'm watching all these guys get burnt out and quit and not, you know, take breaks and stuff. And he goes, and I'm just grinding. And he's making incredible money. He goes, this is nowhere near as tough as wrestling. Uh, but it, it just seeing what it does to people's mental toughness, right. um, building them up. I mean, it's, it's tough. It's a tough sport. You find out what your body, what your mind is capable of doing. Yeah. And so I'm a huge believer in the sport. Um, you remember when you first started wrestling yourself? Oh, I do. Absolutely. How old yeah. were you? So this is weird. I was actually a little bit late starter. Um, I was a basketball star. Oh, yeah? So I thought. <laughs> Up until everybody grew past you or what? <laughs> Everyone grew past me a long time ago. I was 4'11 as a freshman. Oh, wow. I was little. Wow. Just this little stocky kid yeah. that thought he was tough. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, but I was going to try out for basketball in my freshman year. Yeah. And my best buddy at the time was a junior, and he was a wrestling star at our mm-hmm. school. And at the time, if you missed a day of basketball tryouts, you couldn't make the team. Yeah. And my buddy, his name's Josh Martz, never forget this guy, he held me down in the locker room the first day of basketball tryouts. And he's like, you'll thank me later. He goes, you're 4'11", you're not going to be a basketball <laughs> star. And I cried twice in high school. Yeah. That was the first time. Yeah. I cried. I wanted to be a basketball player so bad. But I was an athlete, so I thought so. I wasn't going to sit at home. I was going to be involved in a sport. Mm-hmm. So I went out for wrestling. To this day, it's one of the best things anyone's ever done for me. So I actually well, saw that. Did he talk you into doing wrestling, or was it something that you're like, okay, I'm going to try this then? I well, mean, was it? Yeah, I mean, he basically told me. Yeah, like, let's go do this. You're going to do this with me. You yeah. need to. Yeah. And so uh, I actually, I, he went away into the Marines, Yeah. Um, came back. I got to see him for a year or two, and then, of course, I moved away and stuff. Uh, but then I saw him at my father's funeral, mm. and I just... So good to see him and thank him, because uh, literally one of the best things someone's ever done so for me. You mentioned you qu- cried twice in high school. Mm-hmm. I know the first time. <laughs> yeah, second time I was getting beat my senior year. Oh geez. Yeah. So it's. Do you have a pretty th- good senior year and then? Uh, yeah, decent. Um, I was twenty-one and five. Mm. So it was decent. And what's crazy is people think of 21 and 5, that's only 26 matches. Now kids get 50. I mm. mean, it's crazy yeah. how many matches kids get these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much better. Yeah. So much better the amount of matches the kids get. And they still try, they still limit them. You know, there's a Misha rule yep. on how many you can get. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It was, was it a tough loss in your senior year? I mean, it, you, you said you lost five. Yeah. But there was one that really upset you. Well, it was my last one. It was your last yeah, one. Yeah, okay. I knew it was my last one. And I knew I was still going to wrestle. I was yeah. going to go wrestle in college. Yeah. Um, but last one in high school. The last one in high school. Yeah, right. And it's never easy taking a loss. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So. All right, well, listen, we're going to wrap up. Do you know what, uh, first of all, anybody you want to shout out to before? Because you know so many people listening to this. <laughs> uh you already you already talked about hot yoga and how you know you gave a plug to your wife for, sure. for the business. Sure. Anybody else you want to say hi to? Um, how many listeners do we have? I don't know. A couple of thousand. Yeah, right. <laughs> my mom. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll give a shout out to my mom. Yeah, there you go. My mom fighting brain cancer. She's tough. Yeah. I mean, if I ever thought I was tough, she's tough. Yeah. She's had COVID, fighting brain cancer. She fu- she beat off COVID, influenza, has had brain cancer for three years, and she's still with us, and had a stroke last Friday. Oh, my goodness. 
She's the toughest woman I know. Yeah. It's incredible. Well, I can see where you get it from. Completely lost her speech Friday. Mm. She was talking Saturday. It's nuts. Amazing. It's nuts. All right, so so to Mama. Shout out to Mama Sue. All right. (laughs) And uh, as we wrap up, do you know what we do when we wrap this up? Since the show's called Mike's On, what do you think the tagline is? Mike's Off. Look at you, he says with a question mark. All right, thanks, Jesse. Really appreciate you. All right, thanks for having me.